At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You are listening to the Lucha Central Podcast Network. And now, Lucha Central Weekly. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast. This is the podcast that lets you know all of the ha the latest happening in the world of Lucha Libre. Each and every week we give you what's happening in the world of Lucha Libre with promotions based in the U.S. as well as Mexico-based and Luchador-related news. And, well, as you can tell, I'm doing this a little bit off the cuff because we have a different format this week. This is Miranda Morales. And, of course, I'm being joined by my two co-hosts. Introducing first, he is the dashing one, Mr. Dusty Murphy. Dusty, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, Miranda? I am doing great. And with that, we have the third member of this trio, and that's who? 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 It is the one and only Brendan Barr. Hey, how we doing? Doing great. Yes, this is our Christmas edition of the show. Of course, the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast. Well, you can find on LuchaCentral.com and also all of your favorite uh, podcast streaming platforms, including Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Podbay Speaker, and much, much more. And, of course, with our partners over at TheChairShot.com. For this week's episode, well, we did something a little different, and we hosted an interview with the one and only Little Cholo. Yes, you may know him from Lucha Underground. You know him if you are a West Coast wrestling fan. You've probably seen him all over the place. Uh, and if you're a fan of Expo Lucha, of course, he's been featured there, as well as the deep cut itself, 
Wrestling Society X. So someone who's been on our television screens and live events for many, many years and really kind of an unsung hero of, of Lucha Libre. Before we jump into the interview, guys, I just want to get your thoughts on uh, some key things that you picked up on on the interview or key things that fans should listen to uh, on this interview with Lil Cholo and Dusty. I'm going to have you go first. Uh, one of the key things to me was the influence of Rey Mysterio. He mentions it in his interview. We've talked about it with myself and others. Uh, maybe it's just my personal experience, but I feel like lately this kind of confirmed my theory that Rey Mysterio is perhaps more influential than Santo, simply because we Ooh. don't have the footage. People don't know what he looked like in the ring. It was all movies. You know, that's all mm-hmm. we have is him wrestling mm-hmm. in the movies. And so I would say Rey's ring work is definitely more influential than Santo because of all the people that he's gone on to influence, people that, you know, see him as the pinnacle of Lucha Libre, and Lil Cholo himself sees him as the pinnacle of Lucha Libre, so I really liked that. And Brendan, what about you? I Well, I'm going to touch on what Dusty was talking about first and just mention that uh, that we we did, during the course of the interview, make some comparisons between the two because they are both west coast based uh luchadors that started in the u.s around the same time yeah but uh but uh i for me what i love is uh we he he let the secret out he's got a school and he's big on wrestling the next generation like when we're talking about his uh his matches that he wants he he wants to wrestle the younger kids he's not hunting down the legends he's looking for the the future Mm -hmm. legends yeah Yeah, that's something, too, to go off of what both of you are talking about, the influence. Him talking about how he got into Lucha Libre is definitely one of the funnier parts of the entire interview uh, that (laughs) you definitely have to listen to. But I I also agree the fact that he's very excited about the future of pro wrestling um, and who is coming up. And who he wants to face next. So that I think too is something you really want to check out, um, on the interview. But the whole thing is really fascinating. We talk a lot about, uh, where, you know, his, he's worked previously, um, some of the promotions and shows very near and dear to our hearts and things that he has up and coming. So make sure you listen to it, which will be coming up next. However, again, I told you this format is different this week. So instead of doing it at the very end of the show, we're actually going to be doing our plugs for the site now. Uh, so make sure you check out LuchaCentral.com, your centralized place for all things Lucha Libre. You can also check out Lucha Central on social media, at Lucha Central on Facebook and Instagram, and at LuchaCentral.com on Twitter. Uh, don't forget while you're at it to follow us on social media. Uh, Dusty, where can our listeners find you on social media? I am on Instagram at Dusty Murphy and I am on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Dusty Murphy. And Brendan, where can our listeners find you? I am 321 t-shirt guys. That's the guy. That's the numbers. 3211 and t-shirt guy is all spelled out. And uh, me, Miranda. Oh, ahead. Uh, sorry, I didn't say I, I, uh, the usual thing. I, I'm on Instagram and Facebook, and of course, I'm on Twitter because everyone knows I'm on Twitter at this point. There yes, we go. <laughs> he is. He is the designated Twitter guy. Uh, I was just gonna jump in. Me, Miranda Morales. You can find me at the hashtag Miranda hashtag spelled out. 
Uh, and before I forget, uh, again, this week's Christmas format is a little bit different and our next two shows after this will be different because it is our annual end of year awards show. We have, uh, got that in place for our shows, uh, right around the New Year's and the week after New Year's. So we will be presenting our end of year awards uh, categories and nominees on the first episode. And then the week after that, we talk about all of the winners and why they were voted upon as such. So definitely check out our end of year awards episodes coming up in the next two weeks. Um, and we're just very excited for you guys to be able to listen to that as well as our interview with Lil Cholo. Uh, it's again, a, a great interview with lots of really cool tidbits of history, uh, of experience, and also just someone who's a real ass dude. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we were really honored to be able to speak with him on the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast. So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. And here you have it, our interview with the one, the only, the legend, the West Coast staple, Lil Cholo. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Hey everyone, it's Denise Salcedo here in Lucha Central Central with a reminder of where and when to catch all of the great network content this week. Get the full lineup and listen to all of our shows in the podcast network section of LuchaCentral.com. On Tuesdays, Matt, Matt, and Mayhem takes you inside the world of Lucha Underground as they take you weekly through the series with the benefit of hindsight and the benefit of special guests from the groundbreaking series. Check out the premiere video stream every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Lucha Central YouTube channel and at LuchaCentral.com. Then listen to it on your favorite podcast platform every Wednesday. Tuesday nights live, it's WrestleBoss, where Fabi Chulo talks MMA and pro wrestling with special guests and listener call-ins. Visit WrestleBossLive.com Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific to listen live or call in with questions or download the show on podcast platforms on Wednesdays. Wednesday nights live on Facebook, it's Spanish show La Mesa de los Margaros, giving you both the news and the cheese made from around the lucha world. Special guests and a whole lot of fun make it one of the most talked about shows in Mexico. Thursdays, it's straight out of the bodega with Papo Esco and PWR promoter Gabriel Ramirez as they have guests from throughout the wrestling world pull up to give an inside look into their careers. From indie standouts to television superstars, each week brings a new name and perspective. On Friday, it's your double dose of Lucha Central Weekly Podcast. One in English y el otro en Español. Lucha Central Weekly is where you'll find all the top stories of the week, both inside and out of the ring from Mexico and anywhere luchadores are in action across the globe. Be sure to subscribe and follow all your favorite Lucha Central Network series on your favorite podcast platforms, either by their own series name or subscribe to the Lucha Central Podcast Network show pages to get all of the shows in one easy feed. And please consider giving a rating to help more fans find the shows that you love. For now, this is Denise Salcedo signing off from Lucha Central Central. Have a great week. 
Lucha-Masks.com by Pro Wrestling Revolution. Bringing you, in partnership with Mask Republic, the Lucha Brothers, as well as Japanese legend Ultimo Dragon. Go to Lucha-Masks.com and fight Lucha Strong with masks from your favorite Lucha legends and Pro Wrestling Revolution luchadores. Stay safe in style and represent your favorite luchador. Get yours now at lucha-masks.com, powered by Pro Wrestling Revolution. Hello and welcome back to the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast. This is the podcast that lets you know all of the latest happening in the world of Lucha Libre. This is Miranda Morales being joined by Dusty Murphy and Brendan Barr. And today we have a very special interview for all of you listeners. He is a veteran wrestler known for his work and influence in the Southern California independent scene. He has been featured on Lucha Underground where he's gone by a few different names, Mr. Cisco and Mala Suerte, and also a show close to our hearts, A Deep Cut Wrestling Society X. He's also wrestled for Vendetta Pro, Venue Wrestling Entertainment, Board Promotions, GCW, PCW Ultra, and of course, Mass Republic's own Expo Lucha. He is one half of the Lucha homies with Mariachi Loco. He is known as El Mero Mero himself. Please welcome to the show, Lelo Cholo. Thank you so much for being on today's show. Wow, with an intro like that, man, I don't even know how we can go forward. <laughs> oh, we got the questions lined up for you. We are all very big fans, especially us here out on the West Coast. Uh, you mean very, very much to us out here. You represent the West Coast uh, with pride. So thank you so much uh, for your time today. Thank you very, very much for having me. But, man, like I said, that intro is, man, I wish you could announce me all over the place. <laughs> we can arrange that i'll give you yep. my rates we'll, we'll work on this we'll talk about it later uh, but first straight to business you know as someone as i mentioned you have really been a staple out here on the west coast you've been really instrumental in the california independent scene and in lucha libre so can you share with our listeners more about how you got started in pro wrestling but especially lucha libre what are some of your earliest memories and how did that turn into a wrestling career? Uh, you know what? Uh, long story short, I um, I didn't really watch Lucha Libre until around 93, 94. And um, mm-hmm. that's when I really got into it. Uh, I had never seen any mass characters before then. I had seen like Santo and Blue Demon and stuff like that in, in movies, but I never really watched Lucha Libre outside of that. I had always been a fan of like WWF uh, growing up as a kid. But, um, yeah, right around 94 is when I got into it and I just kind of just stuck with it, uh, pretty much all the way up until I debuted in, uh, October of 1998. I, I had no idea uh, how to even get into uh, wrestling. I didn't know that schools existed or anything like that. Um, I actually ran into, um, he was a uh, buddy of mine in middle school. And um, 
I saw him walking around school with a wrestling T-shirt on, and it had to ha- it had um, Perro Aguayo's face on it. And I recognized the face, and I said, um, "Hey, you like wrestling?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Oh, that's pretty dope." And uh, he's like, "My dad is a wrestler." And I was like, "Man, get out of here! Your daddy no wrestler, especially around here." I'm like, "Your daddy mm-hmm. no wrestler." And then I just kind of blew it off. Um, I happened to be going to the swap meet, which is the Anaheim Indoor Marketplace, uh, kind of a famous place around here in Orange County. And uh, I saw a sign that said free Lucha Libre. And I was like, what? I'm going to go check this out. So I went and I sat down in the front row and um, I'm watching the show. And I'm I'm just like, I, I didn't I didn't know how to react. I was like, this is the first time I'm seeing something like this in person. Um, it was something not like what you would see on TV at that during that time. And, um, sitting there enjoying it. And I feel a tap on my shoulder and it was my buddy from middle school. And, uh, I turned around like, Hey, what are you doing here? And he's like, what are you doing here? I just came to check out the show. (laughs) And he's like, Oh, well, my dad owns this. And I was like, what? Oh, (laughs) nice. And I was like, no. And he's like, you want to meet him? I was like, sure. And um, he introduced me to his dad, who was my, his dad being Martin Marin, my, one of my first oh, original wow. trainers. Yeah. And um, uh, he introduced me to him and he goes, oh, I hear you're a big fan of wrestling. Um, I was like, for sure I am. <laughs> and uh, he, goes, well, yes, sir. he goes, "Uh, well, we have a wrestling school here and we charge this much and this much. And honestly, uh, I couldn't afford it. I told him, you know what, I'm going to have to talk to my parents about it. But um we'll see what we can do. And, um, he told me straight out that day, he goes, you know, I can see it in your eyes that you really want to do this. And, um, if you come and help out at the shows, then, you know, I'll give you a break on the training. And I was like, all right, cool. And then when can I start? And he's like, next week. And <laughs> I, I, I never left after that. And that was it. Oh, that's so cool. He, he knows, he knows. Yeah, yeah. That's the trick is you spot the one that's gonna, that's gonna stay like that. That's, that's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. And, and Martin's legit. Like he was trained by Dr. <laughs> Wagner and Dr. Wagner Jr. Like he's, yeah, yes. he, yeah. he's got connections. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of connections. Oh, and yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was pretty cool. We, you knew he had to be going Lucha route if he's running a Lucha Libre show in, in the uh, Southern California the area. Market. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And uh, there wasn't a lot of Lucha Libre promotions around that time no. uh, around here. And uh, it was crazy. That's where I um, that actual first show uh, on his show was the Fallen Angels, Christopher Daniels. And um, I was I I looked at him and I was like, who is this wannabe Shawn Michaels looking (laughs) dude? Back when he had hair, he had hair and everything. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And he walked out and he was strutting. And so I even told Chris about this story. And he was like, he goes, oh, man, my haircut. I was like, yeah, he was rocking the mullet, you know, and it was it was it was pretty cool. So uh, so we got what you you did from school. Did you stick with uh, Lucha Libre after that when you started to try and break out into the indies or did you uh, kind of just go wherever you could? I've kind of based my style off the Lucha Libre. Um, But, you know, um, people ask me what my what my style is and I it's I just I call it hybrid it's just a hybrid of styles um I kind of mix up a little bit of everything whether it be lucha libre american style pro wrestling maybe a little bit of the strong style and you know throw in some hood stuff you know so yeah. <laughs> got to have some of that in there <laughs> for sure 
We I mentioned a few of the shows and events that you've been a part of. Uh, specifically, again, fans will be most familiar with your work on Lucha Underground, Wrestling Society X, and even Expo Lucha. Can you kind of share your thoughts on some of the differences between shows like that, especially Wrestling Society X and, and Lucha Underground, and how that even translates to a live event like Expo Lucha? Um, going into Lucha Underground, there was a lot of uh, rumors and speculation that it was going to be kind of like a Wrestling Society X type thing. Mm-hmm. And um, now they shut that down really quick, just just by the way that they <laughs> mm-hmm. just by the way that they filmed it and um, the way the production was and stuff like that. Um, you know, Wrestling Society X was cool. It was that that was definitely an experience in itself. Uh, working with Kevin and um, the people, you know, his his production people, uh, they were they were pretty dope. And then, um, you know, that was definitely a learning experience for me because with that experience, I took everything that I learned from there and used that in Lucha Underground, and it definitely helped me for sure. But um, going on to the uh, the live event stuff, it, I I I really wish Lucha Underground would have taken more advantage of what they were doing on TV to actually mm-hmm. put out a live event. Um, yeah, live event product because uh, that was definitely something that was missed out on for yeah. sure. Yeah, that you, was. Go ahead, Dusty. How were you approached to appear on Lucha Underground? At Parker, our purpose is simple: we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I'm sorry. Uh, I kind of lost you. That's okay. okay. You're good. Uh, how were you approached to appear on Lucha Underground? Um, I actually got the call um, directly from Krista Joseph. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure if you really know who Krista Joseph is. Um, he was one of the guys uh, he used to write for WWE. Uh, he was on. He was known as uh, Big Dick Johnson in WWE. Mm-hmm. And um, he had he had given me the call and he had told me that uh, Chavo Guerrero had recommended me. And um, when yeah, me and Chavo had kind of uh, hooked up, like we linked up uh, earlier on in that year, and um, I, they had asked him if he knew anybody out here on the West Coast that he'd be willing to put trust in to recommend, and uh, he threw my name out there. 
So that's when I got the call from Chris. Very cool. Um, I just, wow, I just got lost my train of thought. Go ahead, Miranda. <laughs> well, I, I kind of want to jump around. So we talked a little bit about the past. I want to jump into the future uh, because you are working right now with Venue Wrestling Entertainment um, and you will be kicking off 2022 off right with their New Year's relaunch show on January 7th. Uh, yes. Can you tell us, I mean, that show is going to, to be big. Already matches have been announced, including uh, the feature of Bandito. You yourself have been featured uh, on a match as well with Crazy Chaos, uh, first time ever. Can you tell us kind of what is your anticipation going into this show? Uh, I'm not sure if we're allowed to cuss on here, but uh, I know that uh, when okay. me and we'll, me and we'll give, <laughs> we got, all right. yeah, yeah, yeah. We also will let Kevin Kleinrock give the thumbs up on his behalf. As well. <laughs> That's the boss man. Yeah. He's our Proxy boss man now. So, okay. Yeah, our grilled cheese overlord. I, I know that was a question I should have asked from before, but you know what? Going into the show, uh, I'm very excited. Uh, I've never wrestled Crazy Chaos one on one before. And uh, we're probably going to beat the shit out of each other. So uh, it should be fun. It should be fun. <laughs> I expect nothing less. And, and speaking of Venue Wrestling Entertainment, you were recently awarded the 2021 Fan Favorite uh, of the Year. And what does that mean to be recognized by the fans of Venue Wrestling Entertainment like that? Uh, you know what? It felt dope because it's it's an award. It's coming from the fans, and yeah. like I say all the time, you know, if it wasn't for the fans, and uh, you know, then we wouldn't be in the spots that we're in. So it, it mean it made it mean uh, a lot more for sure. But um, yeah, you know, I, that's what we go and do. This is for them, you know. So uh, it felt pretty dope. What would you say the biggest changes, you know, like you've been around for a while on the West Coast. What would you say the biggest changes have been on the West Coast scene in your time wrestling? Um, you know, the biggest changes, uh, definitely the size in the wrestlers. It's definitely for sure. Uh, when I first started, the, the sizes of the wrestlers compared to me when, when I first started, I was, I was definitely the smallest guy around. The, definitely the lightest guy around. You can't tell by the way I look now, but um, yeah. Cause well, you're like started, 20 you're years still, old. I know you just celebrated a birthday. Big you're wow. still pretty small. Correct? Thank, you're not even thank, old enough to drink. Thank you so much. Hey, you were, you were just making my day today. <laughs> that's, what, that's what the facts tell me. That's, Go that's, ahead. That's what we're here that, for. No, no yeah. Uh, I When I first started, and uh, I know I have some pictures online on, on my IG or whatever, but I was maybe like 110 pounds soaking wet when I first started wrestling. So compared to, you know, to everybody else, everybody was like six foot tall, six two, like 245, 275. Um, I was definitely, I was definitely getting tossed around like a rag doll, but it, you know, those are like pretty much the major differences from what I've seen now. A lot of the guys that are now definitely a lot shorter, um, some are built, some are not, but, um, I think that's probably the major difference uh, around that, that has changed over the past years. All right. So since we're kind of looking a little bit back and a little bit ahead, um, do you, We'll, let's go with a little with an easy one that you get a lot of favorite match and then anybody that you're looking for. 
Oof, man, favorite match. <laughs> you know, um, the way I look at it, I, I like every match because, um, you know, as long as I come out of every match not getting injured and being able to do another one, I think that's that's pretty dope. And yeah. I like those type of matches. I also like the matches, um, you know, where they end up throwing money at the end of the ring or at the end of the match. You know? <laughs> yeah, those, everybody's got to like those. <laughs> those. Those are pretty cool. And you know what? Those just make it feel so much special because, it, you know, it's it's like, a, you know, it's like a way of tipping us in a way. But it's like showing us that they really enjoyed what we did that night. And uh, that really means a lot. But um, as far as favorite match goes, I'm probably going to have to say which was my dream match, my ultimate bucket list. And it was the goal that I set going into wrestling, especially after um, seeing this man. He became my idol since I was a little kid. And uh, I told myself I either want to wrestle with or against him. And that was my match with Rey Mysterio Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, very cool. They did so influential um, in Lucha and to the American audience, but I feel like you've also seen that from really the ground level with your training through the promotions you've worked for. And also there's a lot of parallels with both of you repping the West coast, the way that you do. Absolutely. You know, both of you are are West coast staples. We got it. We got to keep it 100. And, you know, I'm from Orange County and from the West coast and, you know, everything I do is for my West coast peeps, you know, and, um, even when I travel outside uh, the West Coast and we go out to the East, we got to show them how it's done. We got to show them how we do it out here. And uh, we're going to do that till till we can't do it no more. Yes. I mean, I just I just got to pop myself here and be like, why <laughs> is West Coast wrestling the best wrestling? I feel like it's so underrated and undervalued compared to other scenes out there. But what do you think people are missing out in West Coast wrestling? Oh, man. You know, uh I think they really need to give it a chance. That's what I really think they need to do. Um, it's, you know, we, when you first start watching it, it's like, you know, this is what we're used to. So they're like, oh, this is what we like, and that's what we're used to, and that's it. So anything else that comes around, they're probably like, nah, we don't want to watch it. But I think if they give it a chance and realize that there's so much talent out here on the West Coast that's untapped, unchartered, it's like they yeah. they're missing out. They're missing out for sure. Big time. Big time. So when when you you mentioned what leaving the West, so when you go out pa- away from the West Coast, are you able to just turn that into being like a little bit of the because you you might have not have noticed, but you have kind of this bad guy heat anyway. Do you, do you turn that as part of the bad guy kind of aura you've got? Are you saying I look pretty mean? <laughs> I'm, I, I'm saying you might have built a reputation. Ah, uh, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. No, and you know what? You just play one on TV, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you know what's funny is that everybody tells me, like, man, you look so mean, but you're so nice. <laughs> and I and I and I don't I don't know how to take that. Like, is that a compliment or should I should I be meaner or should I be meaner? No. I don't know, but it's, but um. Yeah, everybody usually they they usually like they always tell me it's like you know what we didn't want to approach you because you always look mad or or you look <laughs> no just come up to me say what's up you know like I'm I'm cool I'm, I'm human just like everybody else so cholo but version yeah, of resting bitch, bitch face <laughs> <laughs> they see this like 
and yeah, they don't want to. That is mean. Yeah, we all can't see it right now, but that was legit. Feel it. Yeah, but you know they, uh, but yeah, uh, you know I, I do definitely take advantage of it sometimes, especially if like I'm working rudo or a heel out like in uh, Texas or uh, like New York, like the oh the New York fans, they they hated me, they hated <laughs> good me so bad, and I, I I really didn't know why because all I did Jealousy. was when I walked out, I walked out to the crowd and I I just said fuck New York and you know. <laughs> Hey, so just, I didn't. You just spoke some truth. <laughs> What's like wrong that? with that? They, apparently, they don't like it when you say "fuck New York." I don't know. Yeah. I, that apparently that's a big deal, I, but yeah, you know, uh, at the end of the night, you know, I ended up losing my match, and you know, I I apologized to the crowd, and I said, you know what, I I apologize. I didn't really mean to say, you know, you guys suck or anything. But uh, we had wrestled in the night before in Boston, and then I closed out with saying, "Yeah, the, fa- the the fans are way better in Boston than you guys." So um, <laughs> that that didn't go too well with them either. So <laughs> can't help yourself. It's all good. It is what it is. We talk about it on the show, but have you noticed there's a big difference between California lucha and Texas lucha? That like Texas lucha is oh, yeah. more mat based and kind of a brawling style, and California lucha is more aerial based and a lot more, you know, fancy. I guess for lack of a better word, it's just like the food out there. It's just like the food. Um, <laughs> yeah. they, when they when when they come out to here and they're like, oh, we're gonna get some Mexican food, they think, oh, that ain't Mexican food. And then when we go out there, when we go out to Texas, we're like, oh, let's go get some Mexican food. Like, that's not really Mexican food. They, so they have they have they have their version. You know they have Tex-Mex version, and then we have our yeah. version. So uh, I guess it's uh, up to everybody's uh, taste, you know. Yeah. We really talked to you about the importance uh, and value of lucha libre as a cultural aspect of pro wrestling. You know what has lucha meant to you throughout your career? Man, it's um, it's meant so much, you know. It's it's given me everything that I have, you know. It's given me every opportunity that's ever come my way, and um, I'm so grateful for Lucilli Ray, and um, you know, that's that's pretty much it. Like, I'm just so grateful, and um, it's such a um, it's such a passionate uh style of wrestling, um. It, it it's not everybody's cup of tea, but you know it's definitely mine for sure. So, what are your big plans for 2022? You know, we we touched on some of them, but what else have you got on the horizon? Um, I want to step in the ring with a bunch of new talent that's out there. Um, I there's so many possibilities and so many um, I guess you could say dream matches that I want to have. But, um, yeah, I just want to go out there. I want to step in the ring. Um, I have a school out here in on in Orange County, and uh, I want to be able to step in the ring with a lot of the talent that I'm helping develop uh, out here. So that's uh, something that I definitely plan on doing in 2022. Also, like I said, like there's so much talent that's that's being you know showcased all over, not not just here on the West Coast, but on the East Coast that I would love to get a chance to be in the ring with. Um, you know, I've never had a one-on-one match with like Jack Hartwheel. I would love to have that happen. Yeah. Um, I um, 
you know, I'd love to be in the ring with Bandito. Um, yeah. There's guys like, um, uh, there's a guy out there. I believe he's from Texas. I'm not really sure, but his name is uh, ASF. Um, <laughs> he's 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 uh, he's one kid that I would definitely want to step in the ring with. Um, uh, ultimately, like, I've always, always, always wanted to step in the ring with Homicide. That's definitely uh, a dream of mine. Oh, man. Be that yeah. Stop it. That's just, just match you just written all over. Ticked all of our dream match boxes with that one. Goodness. <laughs> he, I have so much respect. I have so much respect for that man. And, uh, we have a lot of similarities in what we do in the ring. And, uh, I would definitely love to go toe to toe with him. And, um, I hope that happens, uh, if not soon in, in the near future. Oh man, well, you've said it, so hopefully we can make that happen. That'd be uh, dope. <laughs> well, uh, so you, you teased the school. Give us the shout out for your school so that we can, you know, maybe help people walk in and, and learn some wrestling. We, I support wrestling in wrestling schools big time as part of the, the independent scene. So. Of course, of course. Uh, we have the Lucha Homies Pro Wrestling School, uh, Pro Wrestling slash Lucha Libre. Um, we do a little bit of, um, it's mostly Lucha Libre with American style psychology. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, we train people from the ages from nine until whatever age you want to be, you know, it's and, um, that Lucha tradition right have, there. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like right now, I have a nine year old who's in my class, and this kid is amazing. He's nine years old. And he is just flipping around and rolling around. And we were going hold to hold yesterday. And, yeah, he's a lot smaller than everybody else. But I give this kid two years of nonstop training more, and he's going to be one of the best out there. That For is sure. That's Libre yeah. in its finest. Yeah. Nine years we, old. We joke about that. One, one of my wrestler friends just said that luchadors do shoulder rolls coming out of the womb. And here you are training nine-year-olds. So. <laughs> yep. For sure. But yeah, if anybody's interested out here on the West Coast, Orange County specifically, uh, we have the Lucha Homies Pro Wrestling School here in Stanton, California. We have classes uh, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday nights. And, um, you know, all you have to do is hit me up uh, via IG or Facebook, and uh, I'll get them all the information. Sounds great. Thank you so much for your time on today's show. Please, yeah, feel free to share your social media so that way our listeners can find you. Oh man, yeah, the best way to find me right now, I've been a lot more active on Instagram. So you could follow me at littlecholo01 or on Facebook, uh, at Junior JR Cholo. Don't forget you could check out Little Cholo uh, at Venue Wrestling Entertainment's New Year's relaunch show on January 7th. And, of course, I know we'll see a lot more of you throughout the new year. So make sure you follow Little Cholo on social media so that way you get up to date on where you're going to be able to see him next. Thank you so much for your time. It has truly been an honor to be able to interview today. Thank you for repping the West Coast in wrestling and uh, we will uh, make sure our fans know where you're at in the future all day every day and uh, (laughs) I'm going to continue to uh, show the world in 2022 why they call me El Mero Mero (laughs) right on 
Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I'm Miranda Morales, being joined by Dusty Murphy and Brendan Barr. Don't forget to check out the Lucha Central weekly podcast at luchacentral.com. Also available on all major podcast streaming platforms. Uh, we're with you every week, so stay tuned. <laughs> At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Easter is just around the corner, and what better way to celebrate the spring season than with a Miki Couture blanket? Whether you're gathering with family for an Easter egg hunt or just enjoying a quiet day at home, Minky blankets are the perfect addition to your Easter festivities. Made with ultra-soft and luxurious materials, these blankets will keep you cozy and comfortable, while their stylish designs will add a touch of spring to your day. And with a wide range of colors and patterns to choose from, there's a Minky blanket for everyone. So this Easter, make your day even brighter with a Minky Couture blanket. Head to MinkyCouture.com now and find your perfect blanket just in time for Easter. Happy Easter from Minky Couture.